You're listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, where you get valuable information you just can't find anywhere else. To thrive in today's trying times, you need the Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com and get your free newsletter and gift. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Welcome. You are listening to the Financial Survival Network. I'm Kerry Lutz. Today is September 29th, 2021. Well, economy, what the trends are, what the government's not telling you, all these things and more. We've got our good friend Gordon T. Long on with us. And Gordon, it's great to talk to you again. It's been a while. Uh, economy, sum it up for us in a nutshell. Uh, problems ahead, I guess is what, and, but we've been saying that for a while, uh, but it seems to be getting worse and worse. And I think we're now, we're now seeing it finally in the equity markets. We've been watching it in the, um, in the credit markets, uh, not as bad as we would have thought, but I, just before you called, uh, you were a little late there and I, I was looking at silver getting absolutely crushed today. Yes. Yet, yet what's really telling, and I think this is a reflection of the economy. Gold is hardly moved. So here is, you know, uh, silver down 21 and a half on the ounce. On the other hand, the, the DXY or the dollar is just uh, just skyrocketing, uh, skyrocketing up without getting into what's going on in the bond market. But we, we track very closely, uh, carry the silver gold ratio, not the gold silver ratio that everybody's familiar with, which we also look at. And the reason we do the silver gold is because we compare it to so many measurements, PMI being one, manufacturing production, because the silver content today is so prevalent in electronics. In, 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 and, are so, and electronics are such a big part of, of more and more economies. So it's, it's, a, good, it's a good precursor. We, we got into this a year ago. And and we got a cross of silver gold ratio of its 50 day crossing its 200 day moving average, which got us out before the March crash in the with COVID coming. It was telling us there was there were some serious problems. And by the way, we've just recently had the same cross, which is which is signaling. And so silver dropping so significantly is telling me that there's a real global growth concern. And I say that only because the dollar is spiking in parallel. And that usually means it's because slowing economies, a lot of the emerging markets specifically, but a lot of countries' debts are denominated in the dollar. That means they're going to be short profits to pay, uh, play the, pay the debt, which puts pressure on more lending dollars to support their debt. So there goes a dollar up and kind of netting that out. But these, these are precursors, uh, carry of, of a very much a weakening market here. We, we've been calling for, uh, and we did actually three part video, um, laying out that we felt in October, we would see the lows this drop that we've been been falling here for a few weeks. Not trying to scare people because we think there's new highs ahead, but um, we've got some real problems here with profits and growth. Yeah, well, all the troubles of the world. What about the inflation? Oh, there and there and but it's endless when you look at the, the troubles, Kerry. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. we whether it's energy prices, oil, inflation, stagflation, yeah. supply chains, recession. I can just go on and on. But what about and, but, inflation? But we always have these problems. I mean, that's just the nature of the doom and gloom of ec- economics, right? Sure. But but what we're seeing 
is is really we've got like five waves going of hitting us right now. We have a liquidity shock, um, which I can talk about. We have this global growth shock, um, which we should have expected. We have a supply shock, which is generating morphing. Um, into a demand shock, and then we have the credit, the Chinese credit impulse, which just continues to collapse. And and since, as you're well aware, since 2008, the most the most telling uh, measure has been the Chinese credit impulse of of credit in the world. Yeah, but the, so. all four of those, I can talk to any one of those four. All right, well, let's uh, uh, let's talk about serious. Let's talk about what's happening with energy prices, commodities across the board, all the. Uh, all the inflation, inflation in terms of higher prices, technically inflation from an Austrian definition is when the money supply increases, that's inflation. But we're talking higher prices, higher commodity prices inevitably lead to higher consumer prices, right? Mm-hmm. See, but remember, you can print more money, but the velocity's also got to go up. And in other words, the money has to turn over more. And if all the money is just going into buying assets, it's not turning money as as most as opposed to going into production, which has got to buy goods and everything else that goes with the production services. So, the the, 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 the we have inflation. This this. This garbage that the Fed is the Fed is telling is transitory is is completely bogus. Um, we've got inflation and it's looming. If you measured it correctly in owner equivalent rents, I mean they're saying it's two and a half percent last month. Everything I says is running eight or nine percent a month right now. I mean it's just it's just our year. I meant year to date, but going up monthly. And we have a tremendous push now on labor costs that are going up. People have there's a shortage of workers and they're paying up for it. And that and that's going to show big time in the CPI. Um, so inflation is there and it and it's pushing hard and it's more to go. So you mean to tell me, Gordon, that it's not transitory? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There there is an element that is transitory in terms of the global supply chain. But Carrie, even it is problematic because these delays are going to be with us for a significant period of time. We've got a global system that was built on JIT just in time. And and it was no buffer inventories. We all know that. But now, one look at automotive, the F one fifty truck, one chip, and you you stop the it's a entire brick. production. It's a paperweight, basically. You know, <laughs> you're you're an expert in this stuff. You've been involved in tech, in uh, in the supply chain, and when you see, yeah, there's always stuff that you can't find, but usually you can find substitutes. But when you take a walk down the aisle of the supermarket and can't find stuff there, can't find guys to drive trucks because they've treated them like garbage all these years. Used to be truck drivers were unionized, highly paid, and they were really middle class. And then they became lower class where, you know, even the state troopers looked down on them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mm -hmm. We've done this to ourselves here. And it's all over the world, these truck drivers. Uh, if you're ever building a case for autonomous uh, vehicles, this supply chain thing is it. Because nobody wants to drive a truck anymore. And, you know, who could blame them? Don't just survive. Thrive. The Financial Survival Network. 
Lumina Gold, ticker symbol LUM on the Toronto Venture and LMGDF on the OTC is yet another of legendary mining investor Ross Beatty's Lumina Group. It's advancing the largest primary gold deposit in Ecuador. The resource is estimated to contain 16.7 million ounces of gold and 2.2 billion pounds of copper. At just $7 US per ounce gold equivalent, it trades at an incredible 13% of its net present value. More good news is on the way with an updated PEA study expected in Q2 of 2020. It has unparalleled infrastructure. There's grid power to camp with plentiful, inexpensive hydropower available. It's close to two ports and is just eight kilometers from a paved highway. Water is plentiful. It's at low elevation and the closest community, which is very supportive of Lumina's effort, is just a seven kilometer ride. With all this going for it, it's likely to follow the typical Ross Beatty formula, which means big returns to shareholders. Find out more and sign up for notifications at luminagold.com. That's lumina, L-U-M-I-N-A, gold.com. This is the Financial Survival Network, the information you need to thrive now more than ever. But there's good money in it if you do. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's because yeah. it forced everybody to be an owner operator in the trucking business. Un- yeah. un- unless you're just a paid, and even they're trying to market out, uh, push it out to contractors. But mm-hmm. you know, you're, Carrie, I, you said as you said, uh, I, I was involved uh, in the first wave of going with uh, supply chain globally back 30 years ago, and it was all built on what they call pull systems, Kanban and JIT. In other words, it's the arrives there just at the point where you need it. And it was an excellent idea and it worked very well. But you point out, and it is the issue, you always had a backup supplier. So if something was short, you could go to another supplier. But with the pressures in shorting and shorting, shortening up on the cycle times of products, that is time to market and how long they last in the market, and forcing down price has been fewer and fewer alternative suppliers. So suddenly everybody has over the last 15 years have been pushed into there's only one supplier or maybe there's a second, but there's it's a long time to get in their contract use. So this was almost a given that something would disrupt it and we would have this sudden stop. But when you say transportation of truck drivers, look what's happening with shipping. Look what's happening on the rail. But shipping, there aren't enough. Not only are there not enough ships, are there not enough cargo containers? There's not enough ports. Um, so it just it just compounds itself, as, as we're clearly saying. Yeah. And, and by the way, then the unions won't, will only work one shift, not three shifts. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, really. That's what's going on in L.A. right now. Yeah, they only I know. I've seen it. seven by a 24. Yeah, like they do in the rest of the world. And uh, kind of up to the president to declare a state of emergency because you got like dozens of ships backed up. And then the rail terminals are backed up. Everything is backed up. But, Gordon, when good you point, look. Gary, good point, Gary. But where is the president? Yeah, Where what, is what, who is who is now? the president is a better question, but we don't talk politics here, so well, we're not going to get into it. Neither do I, Gary, but and 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 none of us want, but but a lot of these issues we're now facing are self inflicted because of policies 
that mm-hmm. are flawed. And I'm not being political. I'm being an economist here, not being an investor. Look, look at the issues we're now facing with energy, not just the price at the pump. And what was the first thing we did is we removed uh, leases on, on government lands. We yeah. stopped the pipelines, et cetera. We're moving to agree. I support the, the approach. But suddenly we've got we're not energy independent here in the United States. And, and, and we've got a we've got a problem. Look at the balance of trade on a monthly basis that it's growing on what we're spending on energy now. And globally, you can see other countries have got serious energy problems in gas and oil and, and electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're moving between subjects, but I'm just giving an example of, of a policies. This COVID mandate, whether relevant to COVID, the fact we've made it a mandate is now creating serious labor issues in this country, mm-hmm. which affects productivity, which affects profit. There, at some point, you pay a price for that. And that's what's starting to show up on these these waves I was talking about, these shock waves, liquidity, growth, supply, sure. and the cripples. Understood. Understood. Well, uh, all the problems of the world, we're not going to solve them today. But uh, what do you think is going to happen here? How is this going to resolve itself? We'll print more money um, once we get through the, uh, which is not the solution, but it's but it keeps on keeps things moving a little bit longer. Depends on on you know how we handle this debt ceiling, and I'm sure we will in some fashion, maybe ugly. But if we dump another, I don't know, three and a half trillion plus a 1.4 trillion on infrastructure, hold on to your hats. Especially when you have, you, know, you just defined inflation earlier, when you've got this amount of money chasing too few goods because you don't have the labor to produce it mm-hmm. or to get it in, or you have a supply shock, this could get ugly, which is, which. so the opportunities right now, Terry, are in the bond market, shorting or going long on yield, short on the bond prices. Have you seen what's happened in the last 10 days here in bonds? Yeah, I know. And so it's 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 a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity, and it will will be in precious metals too. Um, though I believe there's still more um, a downside on precious metals before we hit we hit the bottom. I'm inclined to agree with you there. In any Not event, that it's a great. Just me. I mean to be really stressed here, Carrie. I'm a strong believer in the precious metals, silver and gold. But right now, the issues with them. Um, are a little bit different short term. And until we wash out the level of margin and these bullion banks can get themselves back where the physical and the paper can get a closer together. These, otherwise, these bullion banks are totally upside down. They need to cover their shorts at a much lower price, which I frankly is what we're in the process of doing. They're in the process of doing. All right. Well, hey, we got to get running now. We ran late. So it's great to have you back on. Just tell us your website where to find you these days. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Kerry. Um, Mata, S-I-I, that's M-A-T-A-S-I-I.com is where you can get me. Kerry, we produce a, a free newsletter twice so, twice a week now where we cover all these subjects. And it's been very, very well received. So I encourage listeners to go to our site and sign up for the newsletter. A lot of these subjects, um, we lay out pretty good detail of what's going on, at least from our view. All right. Hey, there's a link to it in the show notes. Really appreciate you coming on. And uh, 
If you got a question for Gordon, just shoot me an email to kl at kerrylutz.com. Don't forget, sign up for a free newsletter at financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Gordon, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you, Kerry. Thanks for listening to Kerry Lutz's Financial Survival Network, your solution to today's trying times. For the latest, go to financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever.